0: What's holding you back from being your true self online? Do you know why you're afraid of being seen? What does visibility really mean? And how will you become your next level version of yourself? Today's episode is super juicy and mind-blowing because I have Tracy Litt from The Lit Factor on today. Tracy is the leading mindset teacher and spiritual advisor for female leaders and entrepreneurs, and her energy is contagious. Hang on because you're about to feel it. She supports women in becoming the next level version of themselves so they can generate the next level of their success, impact, and wealth with ease. Get ready to show up unapologetically, say to the world, I'm not pizza, and understand your wholeness. Grab your drink of choice or maybe your favorite slice of pizza, and let's dive in. Hey there, Mom Boss! Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Shoals, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets. Open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast and today we are going to dive into visibility and becoming our next level versions of ourselves. I know that is something that we all struggle with, right? Being visible, how we do it, but Lucky for us, we have Tracy here where she is going to help us uncover why we are afraid of showing up online and being visible. So welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I'm really happy you're here because I think this is a topic that a lot of female entrepreneurs, especially mompreneurs, struggle with being visible? And really, what does that mean? And I get a lot of moms, a lot of clients that come to me and say, Allison, I know that I need to be showing up online. I need to be showing up on Instagram. I need to be using my voice, showing my face. And a lot of times these women become so paralyzed and they can't move past it. So I want to know from you, where does this fear come from or why are we so afraid of being seen? Hmm.
1: So this is a very big question. It's a very pervasive topic and I'm really, really happy that we're talking about it. So first let's define visibility as both being seen and heard, right? Not just being looked at. So let's, our first golden nugget is there is a difference between being looked at
0: and really allowing yourself To be seen. Mm, Okay, we have to go deeper on that. (laughs) Yes, right.
1: To be seen is to cultivate such an unshakable sense of self, a knowing in who you are and what you are here to do, that you adopt the take me or leave me, either way, awesome approach to visibility, right? Because Being visible and being seen is about you being the fullest expression of who you are not being a half-baked version of who your parents told you you had to be or who you're currently comparing yourself to online and you're adapting to that or the contortionist version of you who just wants to make sure you don't offend anybody so you're like half in and half out, right? And we play this really weird gas break game with ourselves and then we wonder why We aren't making the impact. We don't have the clients. The audience isn't expanding. But like, are you going to drive a car and keep pressing the gas and brake and actually get anywhere? No. Mm, Right. No. So that's just like a starting point, right? And and let me actually answer the core questions. Like, where does it come from? do we have 35 episodes worth of, (laughs) of space to discuss this? But the core, 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 okay? The core comes from, there's like really three major components. The first one being primal. So primal being our caveman days where our first brain, we have three brains, our first brain developed, which is where our fear response lives. And in our primal days, we absolutely needed, like required for procreation and existence to be liked in order to not be ostracized from our tribe, right? Because mm-hmm. if we were ostracized, really think about caveman days, like we just, it meant imminent death. So we started already this adaptive behavior of let me belong, let me be included, like me, like me, like me. Okay, good. Then we add to that our personal life experiences. Rejection, abandonment from our parents, uh, not making the soccer team, not being included in the sleepover, having an older sibling that excelled and we didn't realize we were comparing ourselves the whole time and all of a sudden. These happenstances of our upbringing start to infuse us with our own belief system and worldview right so we've got primal then we've got our own upbringing now we compound that. With the patriarchal, societal, collective think of how women should be. I mean, right now, if we actually Googled, and I invite you to do this, but it's like a 1950s good housekeeping article that you can find online, it's something to the effect of the 17 or the 21 tips of being a good housewife. And they are all centered around don't use your voice, don't share your feelings, don't express what's going on for you, just put your makeup on and be quiet.
0: I think that I way. know what you're referring to, right? Yes. Yeah, well, you yes. can find,
1: you can Google it. Like, add, you like, pause us for a sec, go Google it, come back. Like, it's that good. And um, it's those three things. When you really look at that cumulatively, it allows you to almost just like exhale, like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me at all. Cause you, there's nothing wrong. With, you're not broken. It's It's all of that conditioning that has created this like, Uh, paralyzed feeling. of. I'm sorry. You want me to do what you want me to turn on my Instagram live and talk to people about (laughs) what I think. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) And do you think that we already have um, like this false realization of what the outcome will be if we actually hit that live button on Instagram and really what we think the outcome is going to be like, we think it's going to be horrible. We think no one's going to watch. And really, none of that is really true. We're just putting that external pressure on ourselves.
1: Mm, Yes. And you know what? Actually, fun fact, it's not even you that's putting the external pressure on. It is your mind body in the hopes that you won't go live because your mind body is not interested in you being successful. Hmm. Let's let's go there, because this is this is the new understanding of fear. I did my TEDx on this topic, dear fear. It's not you. It's me. Okay, because fear isn't the problem. It is your relationship and gross misunderstanding of fear. That's the problem. Enter me. So you say to yourself, I'm going to do it this week. Like I'm doing, I'm showing up three times. I'm excited. I know my content. Like I'm ready to rock. Yes, I'm in touch with the fact that people need me. Okay, my business is not about me. These are all little side nuggets, right? It's actually quite selfish to not be visible. Let's be clear about that too. You have a mission. You have work to do. Don't make it about you make it about the people that need you. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're getting ready to rock. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm going to hit the live on my phone and I'm going to do this. And then you go, oh, I'm just going to change the laundry one more time. And then a couple hours goes by, and you're like, but now I have to pick up the kids. And then you wake up the next morning and now you feel bad because you didn't do the thing you said you were going to do. And here's what's happening behind the scenes. And when I say mind-body, I'm talking about your nervous system, right? So your mind and your body working together, which is where your fear response plays. So you wake up the next day and you never did the live and your mind-body is like, yes, winning because it's unfamiliar to your system for you to go live. And anything unfamiliar or unknown, your mind-body reads as potential death and it does everything it possibly can to get you to not do it Hmm. right so like be with me on this one because here's how it goes it's either your mind wins and your dreams lose or your dreams win and your mind loses
0: Are you thinking about writing a book? I'm thinking about writing a book, but mentally, I just put it off until the near future. Most entrepreneurs out there have been thinking about writing a book, but less than 1% of them ever will. Fortunately, I won't be one of them thanks to the book writing blueprint. The book writing blueprint is everything I need to take my ideas out of my head and begin to structure and write my book using the simple 3x3x3 three by three by three system. I even have access to other aspiring authors and bonus modules on author mindset, book topic selection, and editing. And you have access to the Book Writing Blueprint. It's time to stop dreaming and procrastinating about your book and start putting pen to paper and publish your book. With the Book Writing Blueprint, you will gain confidence in your writing, develop your book concept in an outline, and then into writing actual chapters so you can finish a full first draft. And you'll write a book that has the power to change lives and leave a legacy that will travel with you through the years. Head to jessebeyerinternational.com forward slash Allison to get started and outline your next bestseller in less than 60 minutes. You can also grab the link in the show notes. And then we get to start to sense. shift our relationship with fear, doesn't it
1: though? Like yeah, it's just it nice does. Cool.
0: And... I'm also thinking too, and let me know if I'm completely off base here. But as you were talking about mind and body, I'm also thinking about like I I think there's like also two parts of us is we have our soul, right? Who we truly are, but we also have our ego, and I think our ego is there to it, it thinks it's protecting us and it thinks it's doing the right thing. And I think a lot of times our ego gets in the way of who we truly are. Does that make any sense? It's
1: it, it is so spot on. I want to jump through the screen and hug you. It's <laughs> so spot on. In a live I was doing last night, I was talking about the need to demote the ego and promote the soul so that you can in fact be the fullest expression of yourself. Because ego says, what will they think about me? Ego says, I don't know if any people are going to show up. Ego says, what if they don't buy right away? ego says, I'm afraid of judgment, right? It's all Mm -hmm. of that. And here's the other interesting part is the ego lives in our humanness. Okay. So we are energetic beings having a human experience. That is science. Our soul lives in our higher self, our spirit self, our energetic self, that higher version of you trusts and knows and already exists in the vision You are already that version of you, the next level version of you, like you said in the beginning of our conversation. She, like going live is just what she does on a Tuesday without any thought, right? And it's it's the art of being able to demote your ego, promote your soul and do the inner work of becoming the woman in your vision and letting her lead, letting her make the choices, letting her make the decisions.
0: I love that. So I think our audience really needs to understand because we are all taught as entrepreneurs and business owners that what are your dreams? What are your visions? So what do we do? We are visualizing Mm -hmm. our greatest version of ourselves, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we put it on a vision board, but I don't think we're doing enough to help women take that vision. What are the steps to do it? And you, you just said it, you need to demote your ego because that's, what's going to stop you. That's, what's going to limit you. And that's where those limiting beliefs exist. So I love that demote that ego and mm-hmm. promote your soul. So here's my follow-up question to this. Cause I think our listeners are going, okay, I get it. All right. And fear is always going to be there, but fear is not going to rule me. I always say fear can take a back seat in the car. Like you kind of need it. So you don't like step in the road and get hit by a car. You know? Yes. (laughs) It's always going to like be there, but I'm going to understand it and have a relationship with it and understand that, well, I'm in control. Fear is not going to control me. I'm in control. But I think the next question is that our audience is going to say, okay, but how do I show up unapologetically? How do I do that?
1: This is such a juicy question. And the core of the how is we must do the inner work of healing, growth, and expansion. But let's table that because that's part of the growth journey. But here is the core. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Lean in. I'm not pizza. Okay. I'm not pizza. Jot it down and neither are you. What does that mean? Everyone loves pizza, but you're not pizza. You are not supposed to be liked by everyone. That was never a thing that was never a thing. So here we are, right? Because what really stops us to your point of showing up, it becomes really at the core, a fear of rejection, a fear of abandonment, a fear of what people will think, a fear of not being enough, all driven by, are they going to like me? I'm going to say something that's going to offend somebody. What if this, what if that? It's like, hold on a second, Allison. how amazing does it feel in your body to go, whoa, not everyone's supposed to like me anyway. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm not pizza. I'm not that. pizza, right? It, it is it is a core staple in my programs and with my clients. And it's actually the title of the live last night. I'm not pizza and neither are you because I was sharing a real account of anonymous feedback from a large corporate gig I did, right? That had not That had diverse feedback. Not everybody loved me.
0: And I was like, yes, because I'm not supposed to be liked by everyone and neither are you. And I think that's probably one of the biggest Things that entrepreneurs need to acknowledge and then get over it. And I, I, that might sound a little harsh, but realizing, I think when you realize that you're not made for everybody, that is when you attract who needs you. Yes,
1: because, okay, we're right here, because as soon as you let go of this warped, masochistic idea that everyone's supposed to like you, which keeps you contortionisting and people pleasing and hedging and hiding and playing small and not being honest about what your beliefs and worldviews are, and all of these things, which by the way, means you're not showing up in your highest energetic resonance and your fullest expression, your people don't know how to find you. It's like a dog whistle. Like, I don't know where is she, I don't know where she is because I can't really hear her because she's not actually leaning in on what she stands for and how she can help me right so the ability to say I'm not liked by everyone or I don't need to be liked by everyone and in fact I was never supposed to be liked by everyone kind of level sets us into the space of freedom to go well then if not everyone's supposed to like me I'm just going to be me so take me or leave me
0: either way awesome and that's where the true magic happens.
1: Oh ma- magic, like like moth to a flame, magnet, electric. Right? You can't stop your success at that point. And it's really important to note that the exhaustion you're feeling and the frustration and the borderline burnout and how much energy you're expending is actually a byproduct of you not simply being who you are.
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I think a lot of moms are just burnt out and we're wasting a lot of energy where we shouldn't be putting it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up. Mm -hmm. And I always follow up with like these three questions. And I'm curious to see if you would agree with these three questions. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't know if I should do this or do that. And I always say, is it serving you? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it serving your audience? Mm -hmm. And does it help your business grow right now? Mm -hmm. And those are my three questions that I ask them. And if Mm -hmm. they can't answer yes to all three, I let it go. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I will enhance that a little bit. If you didn't care what people thought, would you be choosing it? Mm because we need to get out of the should game because the should keeps us in the influence of seeking the approval and the validation of not only current day, like your spouse or your uh, you know online entrepreneurial friends, uh, but also the part of the little girl that lives inside of you that's still wounded, that is still seeking the love and approval from your mother or your father or your grandparents or whoever raised you. Uh, there's a should is a very detrimental word for us, for every human, but especially for entrepreneurs. I want you to shift into choose or choose not to, not should or shouldn't, right? And if I really, really subscribe to what Tracy and Allison are talking about, and I allowed myself to live by the principle that not everyone's supposed to like me, huh? okay, well then would I choose to do that or not? And I think that alone is mind blowing, right? And how, and, and like the energy you gain from it, not only does it save the depletion, it infuses the energy because when you are not being the fullest expression of you, which is what being seen and heard online and being visible really is, then you're constantly overthinking. You're constantly paralyzed, right? It's even in this conversation or anytime I do a talk or anything if I was thinking about what I was saying or how I was saying it to ensure that all the people listening liked me and were okay with what I was doing, I I wouldn't be able to have a flowy, great conversation because I'd be like, wait a minute, should I say that? Should I not say that? I don't know. Maybe let me think about her question a little bit more. There's no trust in yourself. And that feels gross,
0: and we have to trust ourselves. Absolutely.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That could be 12 episodes long too because in the on- online worlds, right? We're so lucky in that we have so many different um, resources, so many different opportunities, so many different people that can help, so many different approaches, so many different methods, formulas, models, right? Different things that all have worked for certain people at certain times. And what happens, and I could speak to this because this happened For me, I was a year into my um, business and the first year was like ignorance is bliss, right? Like I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was just making it happen. (laughs) We want to have a woman's group in my living room, six Tuesdays in a row. Let's do that. We're going to do right. And then all of a sudden I got a little bit too sucked into the external and I stopped trusting myself. Right. And I got a little cut off and I have like, you know, $27,000 worth of mistakes, right? I could share based on that. And the core, and and what it allowed me to get back to the trusting myself. Nobody knows what you need better than you. Nobody knows what aligns for you, right? In your inner environment, for your goals better than you. And I don't care what teacher, coach, guru, partner, mentor said and what their level of success is. If it doesn't feel good in your body, it's a no.
0: Ooh, I love that. Love, love, love that. Now we were, were chatting a little bit. Mm -hmm. about self-trust. So let me know if this sounds right to you, because this is what I've been kind of telling women who I coach. And the biggest thing they say to me is I'm just not confident to do video. So I always tell them video first, confidence later. And I said, confidence simply is self-trust. It has nothing to do with the external world. Would you agree with that? I would. And two things,
1: you're spot on. Action creates confidence because confidence is actually a skill, not a personality trait. And that's Hmm. important to be heard. Confidence is a skill, not a personality trait. The more we do something, the more confidence we gain in it. Right. Like, I'll never forget. If you go back to the very first video Facebook live I ever did on the lip factor, legit, I had sunglasses on because I'll say, oh, if I can't see them, they can't see my (laughs) eyes. So I'm tricking the system and watch me. Right. And I was completely not confident then a few later, I was like, please, I got this, right? And now I show up like d- anytime, anywhere, it doesn't matter what's going on, right? So yes, it's action that comes first because also what's happening, the, the fear of not wanting to show up isn't real. What's happening again is that it's unfamiliar. You don't have evidence. So if you're not used to being visible and then you're working with Allison, she's like, okay, go do, go do your lives, right? The first thing that your mind does is it scans for evidence in your memory bank of, okay, has Tracy ever gone live before? Has she ever done anything like this? No, I got nothing, great. That means she's gonna die. So we need to do everything we can possibly do to get her to not do that live. Okay, cool, let's start with some self-doubt. That works, like nobody's gonna show up. What if you suck? What if people make fun of you? What if you get a hater trolling you, right? Oh, good, oh, look, she's doing the laundry now. Succeeding, look, she's distracted, okay. And there we are again, mind one, dreams zero, right? It's understanding how to work within your wiring and your system and recognize, like, okay, so I'm gonna go do the thing. I love my fear. I'm gonna do the thing. Then my mind has evidence. So the next time I do a live, my mind's like, all right, she's done. And I'm still a little nervous, but I totally know she's never died from this. Uh-huh. So it makes it a little bit easier. And then you keep progressing. And I think I would ask you, you know, because we all started somewhere. Wouldn't you agree that once you bang out like five to seven lives of any length, you're like, cool, I'm in? Oh, absolutely. Right. It it actually becomes like easy and fun. And then you're ready to rock.
0: Yeah. And, -hmm. you know, and I can say the same thing about this podcast because it's funny. If you go back and you listen to episode one, it is awful. (laughs) It is so scripted. You can hear the nervousness in my voice. And here's the thing that's not on video. That's just using my voice. But that is another form of visibility. And I was paralyzed, but I knew that it's like, I want to make an impact and help women and a podcast is going to help me do that. So I demoted my ego because my ego said, nope, just stick to what you're doing and you're fine. Stay in your little box and I'm going to keep you there. But I demoted my ego.
1: Yes, exactly. And it really is so, what you're sharing is so important. Uh, and I felt the same way when I started my podcast, um, you know, and I, I've spoken on a TED stage. I talk all day long and I, and my first episode is all about what the mind does because I was like, I hedged and procrastinated on this for so long. Right. And it just seems so ridiculous But it's important to share a moment like this because we all experience the same thing because at the core, we're all connected. There is a oneness and we all have the same foundational wiring, right? Yes, your personal life experience different. But the one thing we all have, no, the two things that we all have consistent on is our primal wiring and our
0: patriarchal conditioning. We were all impacted by that. And didn't you say to yourself, once you did your lives, your podcasts, did I'm, I would think most entrepreneurs would say this, but I'm sure you said it too, is why didn't I do that earlier? Yeah. Like no big deal. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it didn't kill me.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's like the funny thing in, in, uh, amongst my clients, they'll always do like, I did this thing and I didn't die and I didn't die. And yeah. I didn't die. It's like, yeah, you didn't, like you're not. And that's the thing you, I, I super promise. Okay. Like I promise I give you a guarantee. I have yet to use a client, lose a client to visibility. Like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I know that you use the term in your teachings wholeness. Yes. Why is wholeness so important to success and impact and wealth?
1: Uh, because it allows you to be completely detached from all of the outcomes. It allows you to not negotiate your worth. It allows you to not need any of it, which is the exact energy you need to be in to receive all of it. Wow.
0: That just gave me chills. Thank you. It's the truth and what i heard there it's it also made me think of it's not even about business it's about life it's about what's happening everywhere in your life detach yes. from the outcomes and i think you will live a much happier and richer life a thousand
1: not even you think it i you can guarantee it because to, because Attachment equals control and tightness and the white knuckle death grip that your inner environment feels like all the time that perpetuates comparison and judgment, which then impacts and starts you negotiating your worth, right, whereas detachment says I trust. I know like I know, like I know, like I know I'm guided and supported and everything that I've envisioned for myself is already done. And I also know that I was born pure and whole and lovable and worthy and abundant. And that is in fact, my birthright. So I don't need any of these things outside of me to complete me. Although Jerry Maguire did a number on us, right? Complete, I complete you. It's like, ugh, please. Like it was such a detriment to all of us. <laughs> Nothing completes you because you were whole from the beginning right? So it allows you to be here now. It allows you to be so overwhelmingly appreciative for whatever is right now. And then that's the energy of like, you know, it was Oprah that says, that said, um, when you appreciate everything you have, you have everything you need. It is, it is in fact that And then you get to show up. And when you do go online, right, and you make offers and and to tie it back into business for a minute, you're not needy. And Mm -hmm. let me guarantee you that your people can smell need from a mile away and no one likes needy. So if you don't need the sale, if you don't need the audience, if you don't need the views because you're so satiated in your wholeness and your gratitude and your appreciation, now
0: It's super attractive. Oh, I love that. I love that. Tracy, I have loved this conversation, and I feel like we can just go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole after (laughs) rabbit hole, right? (laughs) I mean, like you said earlier, like 37 episodes later, you (laughs) know. So I know that I am not the go to person when it comes to visibility and spiritual growth and mindset. You are the gal for it. So, where can the audience connect with you?
1: Yes. So I would love you to start with whatwouldshedo.net. So whatwouldshedo.net is my gift to you. It is a gorgeous three-part audio training where you actually are going to go meet this next level, f- fantastic version of yourself, grow a connection with her. And I teach you how to let her lead so that you can have growth experiences. And then from there, you can find me at the Lit Factor, L-I-T-T, uh, on the website and all social media platforms.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm going to make sure that all of your information is in the show notes. You guys, I know that you felt the energy through this episode, so make sure you connect with Tracy and she's going to help you up level your next version of yourself. So thanks again, Tracy. Thank you. This was amazing. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Shoals. I'll see you soon.